Welcome to Five to Thrive, five strategies to equip and empower educators, parents, and students to thrive. And here are your hosts, Dr. Rhoda and Professor Marty. Today's episode uh, caught my attention. It is 10 things that require zero Zippo talent. And Dr. Rhoda and I had a great discussion on this. Uh, we were looking at you know, how do we classify these things? And the reality is some of them are soft skills. You can make mm -hmm. that argument. Some of them are certainly characteristics. And there's so many nuances that you'll hear those terms. You'll also hear probably a term like disposition. You know, in our world, uh, we work with uh, pre-service student teachers, graduates, and we talk about their professional disposition. Educators out there, you know what that disposition is. Uh, parents, you know the disposition of your child. The challenging thing with this is it's often so difficult to measure. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of provides an overview. The other thing that we'd like is we know that collaboration brings solutions. Uh, the more minds that combine and think, the better the solution. So this is going to be a somewhat unique episode because what we're really looking for is your input. And as you listen to this, if you would just take the time, if you're not driving, to jot down a few ideas and feel free to share those comments with us. And Dr. Rode and I are going to reflect on what you say and the wisdom that you bring to the discussion as we move forward. So with a real lengthy introduction, uh, I'm going to turn it over to Dr. Rhoda. Yeah, I think that's really helpful, Professor Marty. If we can get your comments as a part of this discussion, our goal here today is to raise awareness. Yep. It's not the end of this conversation, it's the beginning of this conversation, and we want you to be a part of it. And so how we do that is through your comments. So as you're listening to this, think about what your thoughts and how you'd like to add to this conversation, and we really treasure that insight. So I recently began one of the classes that I, I teach with listing 10 things that I wrote on the board that I believe require zero talent. Now, granted, I stole this off of something else that I saw, right? And 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 thought, wow, that's a really good idea. And by the way, that's that's a really noble trait it's of a teacher teachers. Thing, right? <laughs> uh, you, you can legally steal things. We is see that, something that, that works and add more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I like to think of them as you were saying. You know, we can talk about soft skills, character traits, disposition. But to me, they're the things that make up us being conscientious. Mm -hmm. They're a part of being faithful. Okay, and that dis disposition that goes into that. They're traits that anyone can develop. I don't think one needs a specific talent, but sometimes I wonder if we need to be more intentional about teaching them. I don't know if we can just expect our and assume that our kids will just catch it and pick up on it. I mean, so I just want us to be aware of that and start this conversation. We need to have a space for conversation and discussion like this, and, and we feel like this podcast can be one of those spaces. Mm -hmm. So our purpose today is to raise awareness about conscientiousness and how we can talk with young people about it. So how do we know that we are teaching and modeling these traits and that our students are learning them. Back when I was in grade school, back in the day, we had handwritten report cards. And on the right side, it listed my grade for the subjects, you know, math, science, history, all that. And on the left side, they had those things that sometimes I think today we would refer to as soft skills. The teacher could check next to it, good, acceptable, needs improvement, un un unacceptable. Did you have something like that, Professor I Marty? Did. I did. Okay. All right. And now today, I mean, everything is dominated by letter grades. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes you see, based on the systems that the learning management systems are using, oftentimes the comments are copy-paste mm -hmm. and, and, and 
lose quite a bit of value. Not a lot of mm-hmm. space to right. really right. delve Limited into. Limited by, by yeah. number count, and, count. And when I talk about something like work ethic, it's pretty hard to give that a grade, right? That's either you're doing it well, you're not doing it well, it could use improvement. Those are the types of things. So let's go through our list of 10. And this is not an exhausted list. This is just what I saw. And then I added a few, changed a few, adjusted them. This is what I came up with. So being on time, okay, that's one of those traits. Work ethic, effort, energy, body language, passion, enthusiasm, Mm -hmm. be the same, doing extra, like going above and beyond, not just the minimum, being prepared, being coachable, and attitude. And and really, aren't these things that uh, public schools are looking for in teachers and also private schools? I mean, that's the type of person you want who has those, who's conscientious in all of those areas. Employers tell us, because we're college, right? So we're, and I, in my area, I have oversight of our career development, that sort of thing, internships. Our employers tell us that this is one of the number one things they're looking for, that they can teach somebody how to do coding. They can teach somebody how to do customer service. They can teach somebody how to sell a product. They have a really hard time teaching adults these things. So as schools who are preparing young people for the world out there, employers are telling us, give a kit, give us a young person that has these things. That's what we're really, really looking for. And we can do a lot of the other stuff. Okay. What I did in my class, so I'm, these are freshmen in college for the most part. I divided the list of words here, the 10 words amongst groups of students and asked them to discuss their word and what it meant and why it would be important for them to have that character trait or attribute or disposition. And then they reported out to the group. And we had a really beautiful conversation. What we noticed is that although none of these require talent, so these are 10 things that require zero talent, they do all require motivation and effort. Like you have to have a desire to be on time. Mm -hmm. You have to have a desire to have a work ethic, to put forth effort and energy. You have to have a desire to care about your body language. So there has to be a motivation factor there. And then they do take effort. You can't like phone this stuff in and just get by with the minimum. That's Mm -hmm. the opposite of conscientiousness. So that's what we noticed as we discussed it. They don't take talent, but they do take motivation and they do take effort. So what does this mean? Well, actually, before we go into what does this mean, I actually asked my students, is there something missing off this list? Can we add an 11th thing that would be really important? We came up with honesty. Again, it doesn't take talent. It's something we assume, and that's a really dangerous thing to do because even if we model it, that doesn't necessarily mean the student is going to pick up and do that. So the question is, how do we teach this appropriately? How do we find time and, and really intentionalize? And what are we doing? to do it, right? What are we doing in our classroom? What are you doing in your home? That's where we want this discussion to happen. We're not saying that we have all the answers. Let's brainstorm together and figure out how we can be more intentional and not assume that our young people, are, we, we know we want our young people to have this. What are we doing to prepare them and equip them? So, so here's where you can help. And because I'm linear, this is how I approached mm-hmm. it. I thought to myself, okay, being on time, I as an educator, it's not an option. You have to be on time, right? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine going into a classroom and the teacher just kind of showed up whenever? Mm-hmm. But to our listeners, like, what do you do in the classroom to encourage this? I mean, maybe you have a reward system. I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. And what do you do at home so that, that your kids are on time? Or, you know, with four kids and my wife at home, uh, 
well, maybe I should just stop talking here. But <laughs> re realistically, does that mean when I say four o'clock, that really means in my mind it's four fifteen? Is that mm -hmm. a good thing? Is that a bad thing, or just a thing? Right? Are all the clocks set five minutes off, like right. they were in my home? Right? Yes. Because my daughter, my dad, adjusted all the clocks so that. <laughs> Yeah, that's an ongoing point of discussion. My clock is 10 minutes. We just had this last night with my daughter. She goes, because she, she she can drive now, and uh -huh. she's driving my car. And and uh, I was not worried because my clock is 10 minutes yeah, yeah. fast. And, and she said, yeah, when I picked up my friends, they all freaked out, Dad. They're like, oh, we're going to be late. We're going to be late. She said, no, 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 my dad's, yeah, whatever. So, all right, moving yeah. on. Yeah, so what do you do? to teach your students or your children the importance of body language, right? I mean, it's important. Mm -hmm. Some research will say that 70% of what we convey is done through our body language. Here's a fun little activity I do with my students to help them try to understand this. So they say that part of what we convey is the actual words. That's a part of the message. About 10% typically is what they say. A lot of what we convey is through tone of voice. Okay, so here's a fun little exercise. I will say, okay, okay I'm gonna say two words. Let me know if you think I mean something different as I say these two words. So I'll say, hello, Dave. Hello, Dave. Hello, well, I can tell right now. Dave. <laughs> okay, so I'm sitting across from Dr. Rhoda, and I can tell just based on uh, the nonverbal uh, expressions, <laughs> there is a clear, distinct difference. So choose carefully. Right, so uh, that's, that's important. How do our kids understand the value of that? That's one of the things I worry about with so much social media communication. How much of that nonverbal is lost, right? How much are we missing of what's being said when we're just reading the text? Words are beautiful, words are important, words are a wonderful gift. They convey part of what we say. They don't convey the same thing when we read something as when we're there face to face. They're just other cues that we take off of. And the level of uh, emphasis we put into it, I think of text. Okay, you probably heard my my mis misfortunes with using emojis, but uh, the the smiley emoji or whatever it's called. Okay, uh -huh. sorry, I'm not I'm not really into the the emojis. What does that mean anymore? Right. Like if you're using it for the first time, right. it's like wow, this is sending a powerful message. And then if you're like my wife on the receiving end. Yeah, everybody sends it now. So yeah. so yeah. what what level of happiness is that? Yeah. It just, what means one thing to me might mean something else to mm -hmm. the person I'm sending it to. And, and, and certainly it's cultural dependent too. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. So those are, um, those are all things to consider. And how are we helping our children understand the importance of those things? How, what are you doing to teach your child or your students in your classroom to be coachable? Man, is that a significant attribute, character trait, disposition, right? To, to be able to take constructive criticism and not to be devastated, but to see, okay, there's, there's room for improvement here. This person cares about me. They're trying to help me be better. How do I be coachable? When I used to coach girls varsity high school soft, soccer, um, that was just, I could, I could do a lot with a player that was coachable. You know, you can really help, but, mm -hmm. but if they're not, it's, it's pretty challenging. <laughs> so yeah, that's, it's just a life skill. So share with us, what are you doing in your classroom? What are you doing in your home to help young people gain these attributes? Let us know in our comments section. We want to begin this conversation, raising awareness. We really value your insights, what you think, your experience, you're a, you're a professional parent, you're a professional educator, you've been doing this for a long time, you've learned a lot of lessons. Let's share our common knowledge with, with each other. We're all connected. Let's all learn from each other. Let's all grow together. And one way we can use this podcast to help us do that is by getting your comments and then 
continuing the conversation. So, so once again, these are the items on the list and you can feel free to add to them. Mm -hmm. uh, being on time, work ethic, effort, energy, body language, passion, doing extra, being prepared, being coachable, positive attitude, honesty, and, and really help us. We're looking forward to learning with you and from you. Our goal in Five to Thrive is to equip and support educators and parents as they help each child develop to his or her full God-given potential. And so here are five takeaways from today's episode. 10 things that require zero talent. Number one, take the time to, to be aware of all the items, things, dispositional characteristics, soft skills that we do every day and then think to yourself, okay, I do these, what's the next step? Number two, ask yourself, how am I equipping the people in my life, students, kids, uh, with these characteristics, conscientiousness? Then what I'd like you to do, what we'd like you to do, is I'm going to read the list off. I'd like you to choose three that you really want to intentionalize this week. So here's the list. Being on time, work ethic, effort, energy, body language, passion, doing extra, being prepared, being coachable, attitude, and honesty. And number four, now that you've chosen three, consider what you can do to intentionalize this. And as you're doing this, please jot down what's working and what's not working. And finally, number five, please, 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 Share your findings with your colleagues and certainly share your findings with us. Just click on the comment, send it back. You know, we want to learn with you on this journey. Thanks for taking the time to learn with us. Let us know how you're doing. If you have questions, challenges, or successes you want to share, please let us know through the comment section of our website. May your week be blessed.